Welcome back to Bad News Bears, a podcast about the news delivered badly by three friends discussing the most off-the-wall, unbelievably true headlines in the news, bringing you the heart, real hard-hitting topics. I'm your host today, Emily, and with me we have Octavio. Hello. Hmm. Will? Hello? You guys suck. Let's move on. You guys suck. Hello? What did I do? You sound hello. You sound like you're foreign. Hello? I was, I was copying Octavia. Hello? 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 <laughs> so, hello. um, how has your week's, your week's been? Week's your, been? Both of your week, whatever. Um, the week work, that you, you both know? existed in. Uh, I did work so I could afford to live. Um, mm. That's a society that we live in today. Yeah, yeah. it isn't. Does really help though, and it still really wasn't enough, right? Uh, it never really is. Yeah, it never is. Uh, Thanks, with Uncle that, Joe. Though, uh, because I am a busy person, um, I will be cutting down to two episodes a month. Yeah, every other week, um, right? Yeah. Emily, you want to start off with the first story? Let's just jump right I into it. I sure do. It has nothing to do with trains, though, but it has a lot to do with airlines. Have yeah, you guys planes, ever flown? Trains there you go, bud. Have you guys ever flown anywhere? <laughs> yeah, a couple times. Yes. Have you ever brought your own roll of saran wrap, like a large roll? Negative. I, I wouldn't know why I would pack that. So, um, no, don't no. judge. Have you ever bought the seats next to you? No, I'm poor. Just so you didn't. Have, okay. I, I get it. We're in a different tax bracket. Got it. So. Airlines will usually sell you more than one ticket for your seat, like, so you don't have to sit next to anyone, but they don't really advertise that. And one woman thought that um, she needed three seats to herself because guess what? She wanted to build a fort. She's not a fat lady? Nope. She, uh, she's eight, a, eight years old? She's a, no, she's, she's an older woman. Well, old enough to know better. And she's of, I guess, a slender build. I'm not really sure her weight or whatever, but, um, damn sure not enough to take up three seats or be uncomfortable in one. So let's just start there. But she decided to turn her whole entire row in coach seating into a little plastic wrap house. That sounds actually pretty cool. Well, I'm with it. I wish I could afford to do that. I guess if you can afford to buy three seats and all that saran wrap, and all that, yeah. I have to believe as a human being that she was just on a flight that was going absolutely nowhere that's popular because who in the hell would buy three seats for this? I have no clue. Well, you, just, even if it's full, if you buy the three seats, there's nothing they can do about it. They, you paid money yeah. for that. Exactly, though. Like, So I'm just hoping that they're wrong in the saying that she bought three seats and that maybe she was just on an unfilled flight. Could because be. It could be that. I mean, have you seen it? I like to think. Uh, I'll, t- I'll talk about it. the video at the end. I'll talk about the video. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I tried not to like watch a ton of it because there were a couple of different views and I was annoyed as hell. But anyways, so she even gave herself a roof while a passenger across the aisle from her filmed her pre-departure construction project. So she's somewhat of an engineer. Kudos to her. She's intelligent, I guess. Um, intelligence comes with sometimes crazy and, you know, you're saying she's crazy. I'm just saying she's not on the, 
the spectrum of let's say the average person maybe like okay. who the hell brings that much how the hell did she get through freaking security with that much plastic wrap I guess it doesn't trigger the x-ray machines. What was her excuse? Aren't there like blades on the end of pl- plastic wrap to like break it? No, it was like, um, uh, or was like it like those com- packing it's, it's like, rolls? Yeah. It's like commercial grade packing. Got it. So wrap she, or thought, she thought this through. Got it. Sh- shrink wrap, whatever they want to call yeah. it. So the whole process began to look like a giant spider web and then she covered her face in the plastic oh. wrap. She's trying to she's trying to make this her last flight. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like it. this is generally inadvisable for like breathing and continuing to live, but you know, I digress. Ah, oh, it's overrated. <laughs> yeah, this whole especially in, in today's America, get out of yeah. here. Oxygen? Come on. Yeah. It, it costs too much these days. Yeah. It turns not, out not we're not going sleepy back Joe to- Biden's country. They start <laughs> charging me for this. I'm just kidding. That's true. <laughs> just kidding. It it goes back to her <laughs> intelligence not. level, actually, because <laughs> what she was doing was being um very, I guess she was using her ingenuity to cut the plastic wrap or hold it because she was trying to tear a sheet so she can make a roof on her plastic wrap home. So she wasn't trying to suffocate herself, she was trying to make a roof. Mm, yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do. You only have so many hands, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know like, if OSHA uh, will approve the building process, but. Well, I mean, <laughs> I want to meet the person who OSHA is approving plastic wrap homes anyway. So, a crew member finally came over and started to tear down the plastic wrap house. I'm sure that pissed her off to no end, but they well, let her back, know. Just going back real quick, uh, just from my own experience, what OSHA don't know don't hurt OSHA. Yeah, Ed Zachary. Yeah, Ed there, Zachary. Unless there's an off-duty in- OSHA officer on that flight, whips out his badge. <laughs> I want to know where the fucking U.S. Marshal was seated. How far away? Just was watching he? the whole thing, and also <laughs> there's there's not Just a U.S. Marshal ready on every with flight, that squeezy. By the way. Yeah. Ready well, the- with it. The beauty of being a marshal is no one knows you're a marshal, so you could just watch the world burn. And, and and also that's that's a thing that they made up so that you're afraid to do stuff on planes. There's not a US marshal on every single flight, by the way. I've only met three on two on like three different flights that I've taken. Two of them were connecting flights and it was the same marshal. So I've never seen them on every single flight, but I have met three on it's, three different flights. Uh, what is the name of flight Marshall Mathers? No, his name was Aaron and he gave me his phone number. He's very nice. Did you try to give his mom spaghetti? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Some he wasn't shame. Eminem. He wasn't vomiting on his sweater. Okay, that's good. Uh, from so he, his wasn't mom's flight, he wasn't flight Marshall Mathers. Yeah. No, no, he's Aaron. Oh, okay. He was okay. Aaron, Aaron Sams. Aaron. Aaron Sams. No, A- E R I N, which is the girl spelling. I know, but he showed me his A- ID A-Ron. because I didn't believe him. <laughs> And he asked me not to tell anybody. And I'm like, bro, this must be your first day. Anyways. So a crew member finally came over and started to tear it down, which she was pissed off about, I'm sure. And they let her know that this is not permitted on the flight, nor probably anywhere else in the world. But, you know, do you? Um, They threatened to have her detained on the flight. And then she began to yell for help. Like as Mm. if the flight attendant was like the end all. I mean, he wasn't the end all be all like. She's yelling for help. Again, Air Marshal Bill never came. The passenger starts to screaming 
starts screaming and declares, I can do whatever I want. And I'm sure she used some beaches in there, but, you know, we won't say that. The flight attendant quickly corrected her and let her know that the plastic wrap would be an obstruction in the event of an emergency. I'm thinking it could be a flotation device if used properly, but that's just me. After her plastic... It would be a quick way to kill yourself if the plane was going down. (sighs) Shit, anything at that point. I'm down. Well, I mean, let's say there's some turbulence, right? Like We've seen videos of turbulence like bounce people up out of their seat. What if it saved her? What if it actually saved her life? Exactly. That's why she was roofing her house because she didn't want to hit the ceiling. That's it. See? You never... She's on to something. The U.S. could really take us... They, they Becky take a, Boeing 757 is on to something. Listen, the no. United States of America right now could really use a page of her playbook because you never want to hit that debt ceiling ever. Oh, my God. Have you guys ever done that? It hurts like a bitch. Hitting no, a debt we, ceiling? We never want yeah, to hit that ceiling. Not at the <laughs> debt ceiling. I'm talking about hitting the plane and have the oxygen mask come down. That's It, it hurts. Yeah, it really sense. does hurt to get turbulence that thrown into your freaking turbulence, the roof. turbulence. <laughs> turbulence to death yeah no i, I mean makes, i'm still here i didn't die that makes sense for you well next time just bring your saran wrap and yeah you'll be fine next time no that's, there's too port. much there's too much forethought in that i don't have enough time or i have to be at the airport four hours in advance and i have to well, make sure my shit fits 17 times in the little box that says my it's an approved carry-on no mm. well what's not included what sucks is that this flight attendant just ruined this whole woman's vibe and tore it down. That's bullshit. Exactly. What a dick. And now, you mm-hmm. know what? He's probably going to use this whole spiel for every single flight he does after this. He's going to be like, yeah, we've packed plastic wrap in your front seat. And if you can just put it over your head, you won't hit the ceiling. And they're like, oh, that's so smart. And he that's didn't come idea. up with it. <laughs> no, mark my words. When the Nobel Peace Prize comes up, her name's going to yeah. be on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. We're going to call her... Boeing Becky. <laughs> Boeing Becky? Yeah. Sounds like you're saying boring, know. but with like a, a little kid accent. Okay, well then Becky Boeing 757. I don't know what kind of fucking plane it was. Anyways, so after her plastic home was demolished, the passenger threatened to rebuild it. Because why not? Duh. She pointed out that she had a backup role with her. <laughs> she came prepared. She was moving in this bitch. Yeah, you don't think Chad's carry on was plastic wrap? That's yeah. what I'm saying. There has to be some sort of Dexter vibe coming off of this lady. Like, why well, like, the hell you would imagine, you let all this plastic wrap on? Can you imagine that conversation though? Like, she takes it or whoever it is takes the, the whole thing down, like balling it up because you know that you have to ball that stuff up to get it contained. And she's like, I don't care. I'm just gonna pull out my backup roller and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> also, like the device, the device that you're using, like it, it's like literally like a holder, like. I guess say like a, a pasta or a dough roller. It's like a handle on one side and then it's just a giant roll of plastic wrap and you literally roll it around boxes to like conceal them on pallets and stuff. So yeah, like make sure move. how could you explain like having multiples of those in your carry on? That's what that's what Will was saying earlier. What? I know, like though like I'm just saying like we could all put in our opinions in and say like what would you say you'd use it for? Oh, uh what like, I would personally. say if I, if I had two giant industrial strength rolls of uh, plastic on my carry-on on my person um <laughs> i would just i actually wouldn't even acknowledge them i'd be like what what well, how those what? get here that's weird like, I know hey, excuse, me, sir. excuse me sir why do you have those i have what 
So what are you talking I about? Tavia would say those are for the fruit roll-ups once I get to the border <laughs> oh, yeah. of yeah. of Iraq or Israel. Where where was that? I think it was Israel, Israel I believe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was Israel. Those are for his fruit roll-ups. Will, what would you say? Um because I'm Dexter, but I can't admit I'm Dexter, so yeah. say I work in the medical field and you don't need to ask questions. It's a HIPAA violation. Just tell me your blood stuff. <laughs> I would say I um I'm on that episode. I don't know if you ever saw it, but like you know the one that where people eat weird shit. That's me. Uh, I'm the I one can... who eats plastic wrap. Mm. And then Fitting. they'd be like, "Okay, bitch, go ahead." <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, wait, what? <laughs> what? You'd believe me, or you'd just believe the situation? No, I would be like, yes, you eat. So plastic. what happened? What happened with this lady, though? Like, she did she make her report again? Um. Okay. So usually, like, they think alcohol is involved in these sorts of situations, but this woman did not really appear impaired. I saw some of the video, and she appears not impaired, but like, I guess by a substance, but like impaired, like her normal judgment. And I don't mean to say slow or like stupid, but like lacking, I guess. And I know that's not PC and I apologize to those out there that are lacking, but that's not for you. Um, so it's unclear where she was headed or if she was, or if she attempted another plastic wrap construction and that's this article, she did attempt another plastic wrap construction. Um, she attempted it on this flight in her own seat and she attempted it on another flight and she also attempted it in the freaking bathroom at an airport. Nice. So I'm Do guessing that, that yeah, I'm guessing that this shit is get you banned from flying. She'll probably never be able to fly domestic or international again. And she's going to probably have to take the Hogwarts express from now on. Which is going to strand wrap that too, so probably not for for long. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think they would be okay with it. You know, like have we have we considered that she is a germaphobe? No, because she was sitting on public seats, and she was she's trying to wrap everything around her, even the bathroom. It seems like she's trying to keep stuff away from her. Well, the the bathroom is hearsay. Um, so don't quote me on that, Johnny. Probably heresy too. No, but the seats, honey. Blasphemy? Three people have sat in those, okay? <laughs> like, you're just the middle one. Like, two other people, and actually a total of three, have sat in those before. You really think that Delta, Southwest, American Airlines, whoever the hell, Spirit, and whatever, those people are actually cleaning them seats after you get out of them? No. I don't know. Did they let her continue the flight? Did they kick her off? Well, they didn't push her out with a parachute, so yeah. They let her continue? I don't know if she got on her collect they, her connecting they, flight, but she did tell her to me that one. Construct a parachute out of her plastic because you're going out yeah. the door. Yep. You know, that's a good that's a good point. That's why she brought the second roll. <laughs> Just in case. Just yep. in case. Connecting uh, flight. Have you seen have you seen the video, Octavia? I have not, no. I didn't even know this was a thing. There's a few videos, so you have to watch all of them. They're really funny. Yeah, I, I have my doubts legit on the, looks nuts. Um uh, what's the uh the word I want to find validity She's, of these videos. Yes. Um, once price. I started reading further into it and I saw that she did the bathroom and that she had done just her own seat at the, I guess, after the fact, um, I kind of started doubting the validity of it because it seemed like it was more of a skit kind of thing. And then the people that were filming were in direct like spots. Like it wasn't like someone 17 rows up, 
you know, holding their phone up, filming or whatever. It was just like really people who were around her and you can hear laughing in some of them. It, you can, I almost feel like they're egging it so on. Feel just, just feel staged. Yeah. So basically kind there's, of. there's two people that are sitting behind her, helping her. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it cuts to the quote unquote flight attendant ripping it apart, but there's no one else on the flight. Oh, okay. So yeah. Literally, it's just like, literally, you're on an empty plane. It's and the cameraman, the two people behind her, her, yes. and this guy that looks like he might be a flight attendant. Oh, and because he wears a red tie. Like, I did okay. read that this is going somewhere that's not like a normal flight. It's never full. It's a very like. Um, you going to Mississippi or what? <laughs> we don't have airports. <laughs> have I mean, we have right one in Jackson, and oh yeah, we have one here actually yeah. where down we the street. live. It's, it's an international one. <laughs> it's literally an international airport, and I just said we don't have any. Anyways, yeah. we do. And it's, it's like but they said it's. Away. But we are international. This is going to a, a very small airport, they said. And it's mm-hmm. um, a lot of times like the, the layovers or the connecting flights are like even the next day. So that was their like, quote unquote, reasoning for why there weren't many people on the flight. Yeah. But I watched one where it was the person behind them and it was or her. And it was it seemed to me like it was a skit. But then I saw an article put out by. um. I want to say American Airlines that stated they don't condone this activity. They will be, uh, sh- there will be stricter checks on carry ons. There will be, yeah, if you have giant, just like all these th- <laughs> you're not allowed. Sorry. Just like all these things. Like, I, I really yeah. was confused by it. But either way, it was a funny story. And like, yeah. yeah, just don't bring plastic wrap on planes and don't try to plastic wrap yourself in a seat. It's weird. Yeah. Good. Go, go ahead. No, no. You I, was go ahead. Gonna say the, I was just going to say the the world we live in today. They have even if it's if it's fake or if it's real, they have to preface by saying we're going to do more safety checks on carry on because yeah. people are fucking stupid enough to try and actually <laughs> do it themselves. Now they're like, oh, yeah. that, that seems cool. I wonder if I can get away with that. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a skit video like for clicks, and then now people are going to try to emulate it. So now they really yep. have to crack down. And just like, I hate to like, it's not part of our story. It's not part of our episode or whatever. But did you know that you can carry on, not carry on, but you can put on a flight in your checked luggage, a GUN completely yeah. taken apart? Yeah. yeah, we knew that. I knew that. It doesn't have and to be completely taken know? apart. You can put it. It can be. You can put it. Checked. It, just it can also has checked. to be separated from the gun. You just have it in a yeah, lock. Did you box. know that you could carry part of it on your carry on as long as the other part of it is not? I don't know. Yeah, what are you gonna, what are you gonna do with with just bullets? Throw them. What if you have something in your pocket or on your person or in your vagina? You wouldn't be in. You wouldn't get through the metal detector. Yeah, I don't have to go through the metal metal detector because I have a Dexcom. Mm. They wand you, right? They wand me on my Dexcom, and they wanded my like chest and down my legs. Yeah, so if you have anything, but my belt buckle, my bur- my button on my belt, like my pants, was metal. So when it beeped, they said, oh, it's fine. They don't know. They don't really check. Okay, also, this is not an advocate for, like, taking shit on on planes. Don't don't be dumb. Like, don't be dumb. Thank but you, I'm Emily, just for that sound was, advice. <laughs> I'm just saying, I thought that was really weird when they told me that. That was They asked me if I had any parts of a gun without weapons or if I had the weapons to the gun. And I thought that was weird. Like, I didn't know you could even do that. Huh. Well, well uh, you know. I am going to go ahead and continue this uh, trend that Emily started of people making super smart decisions. Um, okay. What do you got? And, uh, you know, I'm just going to tell a story. I'm not going to preface it with anything. So 
there was a car on last Saturday, a week ago from this recording, and uh, it was pulled over at about 11.30 p.m. And when the officer walked up to the window, knocked on the window, there was a dog in the driver's seat. Nice. Was this a Tesla? And, uh, no. I would say self-driving Tesla. Yeah, no, I, I get Yeah, I get why you said that. But the thing is, like, this was just a normal car. Uh, and it was the dog was pulled over for doing um, 22 miles over the speed limit. I think he was going, like, 52 and a 30. Okay. And he was driving pretty – I mean, it's understandable this dog was driving pretty, like, erratically, uh, just not doing very well on the road because it's a dog. Yeah, yeah they yeah. just floor it. And... Yeah, Hopefully and then the, the – um, so there was – I think there was three people total plus the dog, right? So four four occupants dog was driving two women in the back and there's a guy in the passenger seat the guy in the passenger passenger seat gets out and tells the officer i wasn't driving because i've been drinking right so he had a, um, yeah, he had his ddd yeah he had his designated <laughs> dog designated um, driving actually dog. actually you know what i i lied just now he got out and said it wasn't me driving it was the dog right and then the officer approaches him and he's like are you sure about that because you smell like you've been drinking and he's like, I'm going to run. Like, he just, like, pauses and <laughs> runs away from the officer, right? And he gets tackled 20 yards away from the car. doesn't make you very far, yeah. right? So the thing about that is when the officer walked up to the car, he saw the guy grab the dog and, like, put him in the driver's seat and then him <laughs> crawl over to the passenger side. <laughs> he watched all this happen, and then he walked up to the window. Yeah. So he's, he's like, oh, this, this is going to be good. Oh, yeah, he's watching this drunk dude just <laughs> blatantly grab the dog, put it because the dog was in the passenger seat and the two women were in the back. And so he grabbed the dog, put it on the driver's side. He <laughs> crawled over to the passenger and said, wasn't me, officer. I don't. I yeah. can't control my dog. I don't. You know. This is totally gonna work. Yeah. This is totally so, gonna believe this. Uh, so the, the officer was quoted as saying, "The driver attempted to switch places with this dog who was in the passenger seat. As the SPD officer approached and watched the entire process, the male party then exited the passenger side of the vehicle and claimed he was not driving." Authority said that the suspect showed clear signs of intoxication. And then this is the part I was talking about that's hilarious. When the officer asked about his alcohol consumption that evening, the suspect made a run for it. Though he didn't make it very far, the article says. Says the yeah. male party was apprehended about 20 yards of the vehicle. And uh, yeah, so he was arrested on DUI. Um, and uh, I just want to end that this little segment here by saying that uh, don't worry. The dog was taken care of by the two women in the back. They, they were allowed to leave with the car and the dog. So the dog's cool. And, um, and they were sober? Yes, they're, they're fine in the back. They're, they were just, I don't know what the deal is. They were going from, it says that they were driving 90 miles from up Las Animas to Pueblo in Colorado. And I don't know why they let the dude drive. But that's that's just what happened. And so once he was arrested, uh, and the thing was, why do you why do you think he ran? Was Do you think he was a DUI? Like he was just like, I'm not going down for this? Um. There's probably more things than just that. You're I don't right. know if he said DUI in the past. Right. I know well, I don't want to. Well, right. it was discovered. Yeah, it was discovered that the suspect had also had two active warrants out for his arrest. Oh yeah, that'll do. At it. the time, so yeah, so that's why I think that's why he ran because once he was like, you know, there's that moment where like the dog was driving and the officer was looking at you like you're stupid, and so then mm -hmm. you pause and then you make a run for it. You know, that's that's the moment clicking in your head like I'm not going back to jail for this. Yeah. Oh, no, he this is the dog's fault. It didn't work. The, the old switcheroo didn't catch. Okay. <laughs> it didn't work. And he's he's not falling for this. Yep. And here we go. I'm going. And then he was 20 yards 
20 yards down the, down the street. Just tackled. You know, they, they always say criminals are not very smart. Uh, yeah, some, so sometimes they, sometimes there are. It it tends to be the you know the blue collar crimes, people that are smart enough to know how to skim money off the top of yeah you know yeah. transactions. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you have an idiot that has two active warrants and thought it was a good idea to drive drunk because that's not going to be suspicious at all. No, he was and going like, like twenty two twenty two over and like swerving and stuff like yeah. that. He, he attracted attention. He's speeding, first of all, through I think it was like a neighborhood because it's 30 miles an hour. Plus, yeah. he was driving like not very well. So, but you know, like I said, if it were the dog, perfect sense. That makes sense that the dog was not doing very well because he's a dog and driving's hard. Yeah, they don't so, have opposable thumbs, so it's hard to get the steering no, wheel. Really I get hard. it. Yeah, I'd be. I was. I was impressed when I heard that he pulled over a dog, dude. I was like, damn, he made it. I mean, he was able to go 50, uh, 52 and a 30. So it says that the man was subsequently medically cleared at the hospital and then booked into the Baca County Jail for his warrants and also charged with driving under the influence of alcohol and or drugs, driving while ability impaired, driving under suspension, speeding 20 to 24 miles per hour over the speed limit and resisting arrest. Meanwhile, like I said, the dog went to the the passengers in the back and um, the driver remains in jail with pending charges. Uh, They did, however, if you're wondering, just to end on a good note, Springfield Police Department was quoted as saying, although the dog was in the driver's seat, the dog does not face any charges and was let go with just a warning. Aww. A warning and a pat on the head. Good boy. Yeah. Did he, actually, so actually, he didn't go to the pound at all? The, oh, no. no he's, he was in the care of... Um, but, dude, the pictures on the article are so funny because it just has like a <laughs> mugshot of a dog and it says bad dog on it. <laughs> Wasn't it like bulldog or something? He was kind they of... They actually like, never... I thought... I thought I'm looking at a picture of a French bulldog, but it's, it's not what it was. They said that they never specified what kind of dog it was, but it had to be kind of bigger, I would think. Um, talking about people that don't make good decisions, I don't know. Maybe I'll just say people that aren't so smart. Is this this is a dumb, dumb person episode? This is yeah. Uh, I, okay, so this next one, I can't say that they're dumb. Mm-hmm. Just not making good decisions at the moment. But also, I can't say they're dumb. Mm-hmm. But also, they just don't understand. They uh, okay. Uh, how about this? I'll, I'll tell you the guys' story, and then you can summarize. Oh, <laughs> what you think about it, and we'll go from there. All right, let's do it. So an IT worker sued for sexual harassment after her rich and powerful male boss marked parts of an email where he wanted more information with two X's, which she thought were kisses. Yeah, well, XO, XO is hugs and kisses, right? That's pretty yeah. innocent. So she no, saw the two sorry. X's. Wait, what? In, so in an email she got from mm-hmm. her boss, in spots that he needed more information from her, he would mark it with two X's. She misconstrued it and thought he was putting kisses. Oh. I thought that X's were kisses. What? In in informal letters, yes, but he was these X's are just placeholders for unknown information. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. So Karina Gasparova. Gasparova. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where she's from. It it takes place in like in uh, England. Great Britain, but I don't know what Gasparova, a project manager, also claimed that Alexander Goldendrises, 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 use of question marks in the same message were code for asking her when she'd be ready to engage in sexual acts. She is really reaching here. She is. Uh, it she gets better. Is, it, it, okay. Oh my 
God. It goes one step further. Yeah, okay. I can't wait to hear it. And so in a number of other innocent work-related incidents where she would find a sinister motive, Ms. Gasparova thought his re- renaming a file with his initials AJG was an acronym <laughs> for a jumbo genital. This artist, she she is projecting oh so hard. She's, I know this woman is horned up, and she's assuming that every little thing is is an advance by her boss. Maybe she's just looking Does for she that not paycheck. Have a fucking HR department, like I don't, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know that, man, like she thinks she's the hottest shit this side of the sun. Yeah, yeah there's no and way this man's not flirting with me right now. I would love to see what she looks like. And she's yeah. like, everyone wants to get with me. Yep. <laughs> but it's just crazy. she's. She just sees this AJG and she's like, yep, that stands for Jumbo Genital. I know a, that a one. Jumbo Genital. I've seen <laughs> that one before. Yeah, that's a really common <laughs> phrase amongst the men. That. That's, you know, everyone knows that the men just constantly say a Jumbo Genital just left and right. When they yeah. locker room talk, it's full of a Jumbo Genital. I always tell my friends about my Jumbo Genital. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. Part, like, let's pause. Do you okay. guys actually, like, do, do dudes actually do that? I've no. never referred to my I dick mean, as a as genital. I've never referred to my dick. Wait, so gen- take that like apart. The size. Like, have you guys ever talked about the size with other guys? Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. No, no. Not like, I mean, and an honest, like, okay, oh, I, I have a twelve inch dick, or I have a two inch dick. Like, are you? Is that ever a thing that do, no one do? with a two inch dick is telling anyone no else to have a two inch dick? No I'm telling you right now. You they're not. Okay, they're going to add, add at least two or three inches to it, that. It's, it's going to be five is five. minimum. I think five is the lowest someone will admit to. I think. Yeah. No, lowest. That's like the fucking national or oh, international. I, yeah, I, exactly. You're talking exactly. about you're talking about men's health, like mental health. No, that's no. No, it, not mental. I mean, it has been proven you, like recently. No, no, like, I, six no, no. Inches you're not listening. Normal. I understand what you're saying, and I understand what science is, but in a man's brain, that doesn't exist. Like five is the lowest you can admit to because okay, that's, that's in his mind when he's saying he's a twelve inch dick. Does he know that like a woman's vagina is not that fucking deep? No, it doesn't matter. He's not talking to a woman. Yeah. He's talking to a bunch of dudes. That yeah. doesn't matter. Reality is not. Yeah. Also, yeah, reality I, is not important. I need to know. This is two guys versus a girl. Do you guys understand the difference between like width or length and girth? Like yeah, girls of course you do. Yeah, we we fat, understand right? the difference between there's, like there's a whole you two do like most South of Park America episode. doesn't. There's a whole South Park episode about it, how to measure appropriately. There's an entire South Park episode about this. I just want to say fat all around wins. Okay, that's all I want to say. I'm I'm pretty fat. Yeah, it's always it's been a curse. In, it's been a curse in my family. As long as we all we all have fat uh, jumbo genitals. <laughs> Yeah, we are. <laughs> you know what? That's actually on our uh, family crest. It's family. just AJG. Yeah. AJG. AJG on the top, dude. <laughs> and my brother right now, I can guarantee you, is laughing his ass off because he knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a running. Please it's don't a, talk about my brother-in-law's dick. I don't want to know. I, nope. Cut it off. Oh, yeah. Nope. Actually, speaking of my brother, I think we nope. can get him once a month to fill in for Will. I think that I think he agreed to it. Oh, yeah. He has a normal think- hour job now. Yeah, I think he uh, will. I think once a month that Will's not here, we'll have my brother on. By the yeah. way, forgot to mention that. Sweet. Or we won't. It'll be a surprise. Oh, yeah. One of those weeks we'll try to get a guest. If not, we'll do. We'll figure something out. I'll make it work. Yeah. It'll, it'll continue it'll on. It'll just be me. 
just me alone. Yeah, just actually just me, Emily, with her. If you want to hear, tone. if you want to hear the <laughs> rambling thoughts of Emily. Oh no! Please oh my tune god, in. the world, like, the world so is, much in there. They're not like, ready I'm for ready. that. They're, dude, I'm the ready. world doesn't need that. The world it's doesn't not, need that. No, it's not ready for that yet. So it's gonna get. It's gonna get translated into. It's manifesto. gonna get weird. That's all I know. It's gonna yeah, be a manifesto. Gonna be, at some yep. <laughs> it's gonna be held against you in a court of law. <laughs> court of law, straight For up. For sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyways, I'm sorry we got derailed. You know what? Yeah. Let's just jump right into it. Let's just jump right into it. What do you got? Okay, so she took her employer, the paperless documents firm, ESS Docs. S Docs again. This is across the the pond. Across so. the pond. We don't, they don't uh, have real things over there. This what is the hell that thing. is? <laughs> they have AJGs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a thing. Um, took she took her employer to the tribunal claiming sexual har- the tribunal is a court, I guess. You yeah. know, it's British Whatever. shit. It's not, again, not real. Claiming sexual harassment. But now a judge has thrown out her case ruling that she has a skewed perception of everyday events and Correct. regularly misinterpreted in- innocuous interactions. Yep. The tribunal which was held in central London heard she started working at S Docs, which is based in the capital as an IT project manager in November of 2019 under Mr. Gul the co-head and former chief executive. The panel heard Ms. Gasparova tell her boss she thought he wanted to have sexual relationships with her, but was treating her badly because she had rejected his advances. So again, she's misconstruing what she thinks is uh, advances as professional workplace interactions. Yeah, like, yeah, um, like you were saying, like she just thinks she's hot shit and everybody at all times is hitting on her. Yeah. She told the panel that Mr. Golan, Golandris, I'm just going to say the dude. I'm going to say his last name. It's difficult. Wait, uh, do we the, have a picture? The bloke. The bloke. Is there a picture? Of him? I'm sorry, of her. I mean, uh, I'd have to look. I don't, I don't remember because if I saw a picture of her. she could be hot shit, okay? Like, she could be the sure. hottest of hot. And, cool. And, you know, Mr. whatever his name is, is like the, the dorkiest of dorks. Sure, but that doesn't mean you can just assume every workplace interaction is them wanting to bang you. Oh, William, you're the only male probably in America who thinks that. Uh, to be no, fair, Mr. Mr. Bloke over here, the Gulandris, he's a decent looking dude. Okay, she looks like a fucking troll. Correct, she looks like a crackhead. So she had told the panel that uh, the dude was a rich and powerful man and therefore his conduct had not been overt as a man in his position would be too clever to make obvious moves. The panel ruled this meant her case rested on interpreting seemingly innocent interactions between the dude and herself and finding a sinister motive in them. Yep. Sounds, sounds like delusion. And they also included the, his initials AJG and her oh, interpreting it as... yeah. A jumbo a, genital. A jumbo genital. Yep. A, hold on. Say it again. The whole thing. Initial. AJG. A jumbo genital. That that's that's the new name of the podcast. AJG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just are you saying Octavia's a dick or what? I'm saying we're all just <laughs> jumbo genitals, like all of us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the same month when uh, the dude asked her when a project would be finished, she told the tribunal, he burst out shouting with an extremely angry voice saying, I need date, date, date. Yeah, he does. She (laughs) interpreted this as having being asked the exact date when I would finally agree on sexual contact with him. 
I like how it's not even like what? the typical extrapolation of like I need like he's trying to date her. No, she said I need a specific date when we're going to have sex. I need that date right now. Yeah. Date, date, date. I blanked during a part of this. I understand mm-hmm. the whole AJG thing is not like at all what was insinuated from the beginning, but what the date, date, date thing means and one construed it as the date that she was going to allow him to bang her. Yeah, this is the guy's being professional saying, I need the date with this, is, yeah, with this assignment. Like the, and she's extrapolating that. Let's, into ju- let's just what, say the ABCs are due. Let's just say that's what he's wanting. He's uh-huh. needing a date, 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 meaning there's a timeline. Like we got a deadline. Yeah. Like, come on, come on, come on. Uh-huh. And she's yep. just in her mind, always thinking sexual into in- innuendos and shit like yeah, that. She's, she's definitely uh, projecting. Correct. Yes. So I want to be the first person, first woman on this podcast to say, that's not how all women think. I'm the one yelling about the date because you're fucking it up. And it's not anything to do with sex or sexual innuendos. Yeah, the judge so agrees. That's weird. Judge Emma Burns said, Our primary reasons for rejecting her account of events were that we considered her perception of everyday events was skewed. <laughs> Well, she demonstrated a tendency to make extraordinary allegations without evidence, and she contracted herself in a way that could not be attributable to a valuable memory. Miss Gasparova interpreted entirely innocent work-related conduct, some of it accidental, by Mr. Galandris as having a sinister intent. That's what the judge said. You have to do this for the reading for Magic yeah, that was that was pulled from uh, the court yeah, document. I guess I can smell the powdered wig. So the judge also ruled that uh, Miss Gasparova uh, was ordered to pay five thousand euro in cost yeah. to S. Docs following her failure to comply in the time with parts of the tribunal procedures. Basically, she failed to produce uh, actual legitimate evidence for her case, yeah. and so they charge her five k. Yeah, 5K in Euro bucks. I don't know how much that is in freedom yeah, bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Not going to do the math. In, in, a, but, um, in a American Eagle dollars. <laughs> freedom units. I'm not freedom sure. units? Not sure. Uh, although, I'm not sure. I think that phrase is also a dying phrase at this point, but that's a that's, that's a whole different podcast. But, uh, dude, can you just imagine being so horned up and so thinking you're hot shit that everything, even the acronyms, are a sexual uh, play and everyone's just coming on to you? No. I have a serious question. So okay. you guys go to work every single day, not worrying or thinking about people coming on to you. Correct. Yeah, correct. I, I work with a bunch of burly dudes. So okay, I would so hope say you do I would, work I mean, with Although women. there's some coworkers, I don't work with women, but um, I, there are some coworkers that I'm like, is this dude hitting on me right now? Okay, but Will, you do work with um, women. Uh huh. Um, has there ever been a like time where they've like laid it on a little too strong, or like not really accepted your your frankness? I guess I don't know. I feel like I've seen it a lot at work, and. I feel like yeah, but hospital people just bang other hospital people. That's, yeah, the hospital and, is and, the and I'm in I'm in industry. management, so ours is different. Like the EMTs bang EMTs all day long, and they do it without yeah, anyone knowing about it. Team together, so the medic and the EMT are in the back of the ambulance bumping and grinding. Sure, so, they can do that. 
As long as we don't catch them, we have cameras in there. So, like, Octavia works at a completely different field than I do. And I yeah. work at a completely different field than I do. Than he, does. he works in construction. I hate that word. He builds fucking warships. Anyways. He constructs so, them. So, yeah. at what point should I be offended when I am, like, hit immediately. On or Immediately. Just immediately be offended. And don't ask if they have an AJG. Yeah. Mm. Don't, even, don't even mention it. I just say yeah. I'm married. And they're like, well, I can change. Oh, yeah. But in Mississippi, that doesn't matter. Everyone knows that. No, um, yeah. it really word, doesn't. Because literally, really doesn't. their next words were, that can change. Yeah. yeah. So. It's like, I'm married to my cousin and my, and my wife <laughs> at the same time. So, um, so uh, I'm going to take this a little bit more seriously. Uh, now, we had, we've had our fun with uh, the dumb people, right? This one isn't like... Um, really it's actually an uplifting story to, to be honest with you so we've um we've seen the show unsolved mysteries since like 1988 or something like that right that show has been on air for forever and they keep redoing yeah. it yeah and it's it's just it's robert stack right is the same host as the whole time the whole 20 years it's been on either that or it's his corpse like they did with uh, bob barker <laughs> yeah like they did with bob barker yeah so he's been hosting unsolved mysteries for forever and uh they've uh, they've solved a few haven't they They've um, they participated. I don't know what yeah, I don't know what their success rate is on. Yeah, I don't I don't believe it's very high, but I think there's there's a few gems in there, and uh, this is actually a story like that. Now it's not clear whether the show had a direct influence, but overall, just the uh, media attention that this got uh, did help solve this because this was on the rebooted version, season three, uh, that's on Netflix right now, Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh. This is a recent episode that came back came out in October of last year, and so. This has been a case. Um, it's a missing child, right? Six years ago, this kid went missing in 2017. And it's actually, it's it's a pretty common trope. Um, a dad who has custody, like um, who has legal custody, uh, has sent the kid off to the mom for the weekend or whatever. Because, uh-huh. you know, the dad has con- a control of the situation and the mom kind of just gets visitation. It's kind of a societal opposite so what happened was he went to go pick her up the daughter named kayla on on Bahan, and when he went to go pick her up from the mom's car was gone clothes were gone they they were both her and, and the mom were gone just gone completely disappeared it's not a good sign so he went and um <clears throat> tried to pick his daughter up but just wasn't working uh that there was no one to pick up because they were just disappeared both the daughter and the mom shoot kayla was nine when this happened Right. She's just disappeared. And so the problem immediately was that the dad blamed the mother basically kidnapping her, their own daughter. Right. This yeah. isn't a case of uh, someone they were attacked or anything. This is just a case of the mom took off with my daughter. That's all this is. Right. Yeah. So that's been the case this entire time since 2017. Now, there's no known factual basis behind that thought. The guy was just like, I know my ex-wife. She's just she took my daughter and ran. Right. So then, uh, like I said, Unsolved Mysteries picked up the story in the episode uh, season three of the new show that came on Netflix. And because of media attention like that, there's a whole Facebook group trying to find Kayla. And there's just like there's a, there's a really concerted effort trying to get this girl back. And that's so, the, been, so they basically like vanish in a thin air, like no one, like absolutely no, no one knows where the heck they went. Not a single person knows where they have gone. And it's not in, at this point of them trying to find them. It's not entirely. It's suspected by the dad that my ex-wife, a bitch of an ex-wife took my daughter and ran. Right. But that's not a known fact. Something terrible could have happened. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So then the, the, the 
Unsolved Mysteries came out, and because of that show and all the all the media attention it's got, uh, six years later in 2023, uh, the, just earlier this month, really, the now 15 year old Kayla was found in North Carolina after a bystander spotted her mom because the mom is you know the daughter aged six years and that's a whole different person, but the mom yeah. stays the same, right? The mom don't really change looks, so the mom part, yeah. was really yeah the mom was really noticeable, and so. So she saw her in North Carolina at a Plato's closet and quietly called the police to say, I think, you know, someone's here that you need to come get. And she was right. It was Kayla and her mother. So because of all the immediate attention that they're getting, she was able to recognize the mom and actually get Kayla back to her dad. Where did, where did the original um, uh, abduction Illinois, take Wheaton. place? Sorry, it was uh, there from Wheaton, Illinois. So they found and her ended in, up in North uh, Carolina. Asher, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, damn. So they went yeah, south. Far. Um, but yeah, they six years, they've been on the run. And I I don't know what the situation was during that entire time, but six years this girl was missing because the mom just took off. And, and I, it's actually impressive that the mom was able to stay low for that long. Yeah, for six years? Yeah. Putting out Amber Alerts and, you know, having pretty much everyone in that area, you know, you become a person of interest at all yeah. the law enforcement like all the police stations and stuff it's like hey yeah there's this kidnapping case but six yeah, years you're, you're on the lamb and you and enough time has passed for you to be on like a national tv show like that of unsolved mysteries mm, it, yeah. it's it's pretty intense that like she was able to like do they change their names i want to know answers to these like how did she manage to just like not be traced like not the license plate, not a credit card or a bank card being used to be tracked. You know, that's, it's impressive. Like it sucks that she did that, but it's impressive that she was six years is a long time to be on the run. Yeah. I'm wondering if she like pulled all the cash out of her bank account and then, you know, fake ID got hired yeah. somewhere under a different name where they don't really verify who you are. And then, yep. you know, no, 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 I don't need direct deposit. Just give me cash, you know, working for a cash business. Yeah. Yeah, so according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, there were 359,094 reports of missing children in 2022. 359,000. That's crazy. The nonprofit corporation says 98% of cases involve children who ran away or who were abducted by a family member. 98% of those cases, of 98% of 359,000 kids, just straight up ran away or a family member took them. It's that's the thing about like these kind of like true crime in general, you know, the true crime vibes, like it's people, you know, it's always someone, you know, oh, yeah. That, yeah. that's the threat. And, and that's why like random serial killers who just walk into a house and kill people is more terrifying than, you know, a, a guy who um, took an, or killed his whole family. Like it sucks and it's super sad, but random killings always scare me more because it's always someone, you know, it's always someone you've trusted and you know them and you've known these people for a long time. But yeah, yeah, so uh, and also it, it does make it less scary for the kidnappings, at least because it's another. You know. it's, it's a parent. It's, a so it's not like a ran, It's not a random person that you don't know what yeah. they're going to do with this kid, but mm-hmm. it's just a mother that's pissed off that the judge didn't give her custody, custody. over the kid, and he's like, "Okay, yeah. well then I'm going to take it." Yeah. So uh, it says Amber Alerts often help to mobilize the public's help and quickly find missing children, but in rare cases like this one. The children remain missing for much longer. And it's actually pretty intense, like I said, that she was gone for six years. So Heather, the, Kayla's mom, the lady who stole the kid, uh, is expected to be extradited to Illinois. She's going to face charges, obviously. 
And uh, the, the shitty part about this whole thing is that the dad is is excited to have her daughter back, his daughter back. However, he recognizes that um, it's going to take some getting used to. She, six years from nine to 15, he says, um, we ask for privacy as we get to know each other again and navigate this new beginning. Six years she was gone. Six years yeah, she missed that's... out of her life. So that's a whole, you know, that's a children tra- change so dramatically so quickly that it's just like he he has to get comfortable with her again. He has to, she has to get comfortable with him again. And that's, his, that's her dad, you know? Yeah. And, because and who of, knows? Yeah. And who knows what the mom was telling her, telling her Failure. about the dad and stuff and just kind of yeah, uh, changing the way she thinks for six years, you know? Yep. And now going back to the, now she has to go back to her dad. Yep. And yeah, that's, that's a terrible situation to be in. It is. It really is. So uh, it's a feel good story, but it's just like, man, it's almost scary because like, it's like I said, it's always someone, you know, it's never a random, I mean, it's not never a random person, but you know, the the chances of 98% to 2%, it's someone, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 98%. It's, that's a pretty big number. Yes. Yes. It's it's too high for somebody. Why, why do, why does someone I know want to do bad things to me? I don't know. It's crazy. It is. So Octavia, with that story, uh, we're wrapping it up, but it brings us to the uh, what? What? What time is it now? You know, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's time for today's t- 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 top story. Yeah! I'm sure everyone has heard about the children's book author who wrote a book about ways for children to deal with grief, right? Oh, you haven't? Cool. Don't buy her shit, and don't buy anything by this woman because she has another book in the works. Which has another book in the works. Mm-hmm. I don't even know about the first one. Yeah, it's it's um it's a book for children about dealing with grief. Um, so her name is Corey Richens, and she was arrested Monday on Monday in Utah, and she is accused of poisoning her husband with a lethal dose of fentanyl at their home in a small town near Park City, Utah. Yeah, so it's it's a book about grief for kids <clears throat> because her kids have to deal with uh, the loss of their father. Yes. Oh, so, <clears throat> I'll okay. go into like the name and yeah. all of that stuff and what oh, she, yeah. but it's just, yeah, that's just basically the premise of it. Right. It's just like this woman who's an author wrote a book about dealing with grief for kids because her own kids lost their dad mysteriously. He just randomly died one day. Is she a doctor? Um, or like a, no, no, holds a PhD in psychology or some dumb shit to. Actually, no, no, she doesn't really. She, I think she might've been a stay at home mom. Um, she was, I don't know. This is kind of like those dumb criminal things, I guess you could say, because you know, like you, oh, yeah. you want to get caught, like you do things like there's these types of crimes happen all the time where people do things that you're like, oh my God, I would never do that if I had just committed oh, yeah. such and such crime. Well, what's the famous one? Like if I had done it by OJ Simpson. <laughs> if the glove don't fit and quit. Yeah. Okay. So you got to quit. You got to. Every time, gotta quit. Just he, you know, he fat fingered that bitch. Okay, it fit. <laughs> well, he no, he stopped taking his medication, and he his and hands he, had, he needed to get a dose of his Lasix before court that day. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so according to a probable cause statement, the victim, quote unquote, told a friend that he that he thought his wife was trying to poison him. And this was prior and it had been said a couple of different times to a couple of different friends. Prosecutors alleged that Richie. Wait, wait, I had, I had a comment about. Oh, I'm wait, sorry. Was, yeah, we're talking about the golf or the friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like it's like Will. Like if you go golfing and your buddy's mm-hmm. casual, like ah, oh, my wife's definitely trying to kill me. And you're like ah, oh, you know, women, whatever. And he's like, no, no, my wife's like, if I die, it's because my wife killed me. Like he was saying this type of shit to all his friends. 
Yeah. It's like, but, oh, okay, okay, I'll put that in my back of my brain, but I think you're overreacting. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. It's just like a friends were like, oh, no, this is just like boys talk, like, you know, women be women type of shit. He's like, no, no, you're not listening to me, dude. Like, if I end up, if I wake up dead, it was my wife. Here we go again, boys. Waking up dead. I do have a note, like a little side note on that exact thing. Do you think that if you guys, like you just said, you were golfing and your friends are saying this or whatever, would you like just kind of laugh that off or would you like truly believe, okay, something might be wrong? Because, you know, a lot of people don't live in yeah. glass houses. They You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You see what's on Facebook or Instagram and people are smiling and look happy and stuff like that. But if your friend has said this and you know that it has been said to other people that maybe you're not direct friends with, but you know have there you know you kind of all run in the same circle but you're not close friends if that had been said do you feel the need to say something like at any point or do you just wait no. until it happens no no this honestly substantial proof that yeah like if it was like a known like you show up with black eyes or like you you're like oh I black him. Eyes? yeah if you show up with black eyes and you yeah and you um you're just like oh i fell down the stairs um it's like is there proof is there like reasons to be concerned or is there like uh, or you're just like saying it like off the cuff, like just mm. offhanded, like, oh, I'm going to die because my wife's going to kill me. Ha ha. Like, I don't, I don't know. It depends on how they say it. And also probably not because I've, I mean, we have a friend, uh, we all have a mutual friend who says dumb shit all the time. And he, he's just like, oh, I'm going to unalive myself or whatever. And so, ha ha, you know, let's drink more type of thing. So <clears throat> do I take it seriously? Like it sucks to hear it, but I'm just like, what, what am I supposed to do about it? Okay. Yeah, so, and I don't even that... know if it's true or if it's right. Just like I think that's one hundred percent attention seeking. It's a, yeah, attention seeking. Too. But this yeah. isn't them saying it themselves. Like if, also, I'm still confused about what black guys have to do with that. They're they'd be attached to your, attached to your face, and then black eyes, and, eyes. Yeah, dude, I thought you were saying black what guys. And I'm like, what does that have to? Black what, guys. What in context clues? Like that's in why what I was way? so confused. Could you not see the look on my face? I was like, what is he talking about? Oh, I saw. About? It. I just wasn't sure yeah, why you were confused. Yeah. I was like, what is going on and what does that have to do with anything we're talking about? But anyways, yes, in that case, like those comments that we're talking about of that person that makes them all the time, that is 100% attention seeking and uh, 99%. But, but also, doesn't it also say 99% because like, this actually, yeah. actually died. So hold on. There's a slight oh, yeah. percentage. Okay, yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. So, but like, uh, but like, okay. So I think this is also like a, a thing of like, he's a man telling other men that a woman is going to kill him. Like, it's kind of like not a pride thing, but it's like, dude, you're a man. She's a woman. He's specific like, how, about how the would... method also. Was he? I didn't realize. He that said he poison said, like, him. I'm, he said, I'm my wife is trying to poison me. Yeah. Well, then... maybe they're not true crime buffs and they don't realize that that's women's chosen method of dispatching men. Like, I, I don't know. You see, I thought women be, like, normal dudes. went with anger crimes, like anger methods. No, they like, go with the women. The, they yeah. go with women the, are underhanded. The least, yeah, the least messy Mm-hmm. And also, there's, they know that men are stronger, so like they can't straight up like attack a man because there's a chance that dude's just gonna. So get they would back just shoot him in their sleep, or uh, they don't. They don't even have to shoot a gun. Yeah, they don't no, even it's, shoot it's usually it's uh it's usually more likely poison. to shoot themselves. Yeah, it's usually poison. But yeah, I don't know. Like as a man, if a man says that, it's just kind of like, dude, a woman's not gonna kill you. I don't know. There's just like um, what's that? Cheese underestimating no yeah yeah that yeah. too but un- underestimating you know like nah you're dude come on and come yeah on. i guess when you say that like there's a lot of different things that are going to go into that like you're saying it some people might be thinking in my mind i'm automatically going to go to what did you do 
um, mm. what are you setting her up oh, for? Like yeah. kind of victim, thing. Like Victim blaming. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was alive and not a victim at that point. So She's I don't just know. Just the devil's advocate again. Well, that's it's like, my hold on, what did this, what did this dead guy do to deserve no, I'm, this? I'm saying man or woman. It was not, you know. What was he wearing? <laughs> a golf shirt, I believe. Yeah, deserved it. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying like, you know, in that, in that situation, I would question because like, that those are really serious allegations, and I just feel like yeah. it's weird. Were they to presented? Were they presented as allegations? Though I feel like this is just like talking. Like it was like, oh, my wife's gonna kill me. You know, she's gonna be the death of me. Okay, uh, that could have been how they were. I feel like I that know. was it. I don't have the conversation like if, recorded, but like, yeah, I, I feel like they I said multiple like if, people were told. If my friend sat me down, and said, "Look, my wife is trying to kill me," not like, "Oh, my wife's gonna be the death of me." I think they, that'd be a little more seriously taken, right? If your friend sat you down basically, he's like, look, if I die, my wife is trying to kill me. That's yeah. a different or, conversation. That's a different conversation than, yeah, that's a completely different conversation than uh, my wife's going to be the death of me, you know? Well, that the wife's going to be the death of me was never the conversation. So that's what. Yeah, that's I'm just, saying. that should just be assumed at all times anyway. When a man yeah. has a and wife. And if, if you tell your friends that, they're all just going to be like, okay, uh, get that guy in the back. Uh, uh, whatever you call it when you revive me, you know, guys, you just play video games or whatever. So no one pays attention to when you say things like that. So you don't get any help. Oh yeah, I would definitely be dead. Yeah, there's stuff. In, yeah, there's stuff in video games don't exist in real life. You can't just revive a dude in the back. You can't just revive a dude. No, back. I'm saying like that's you'd be on the video game telling your friends these things, and then they would be like oh, yeah, talking just be about like, the video game. Yeah, it would. It would just be in passing. Like I'm a wife trying to yeah. kill. Me. Oh, dude, there's a guy back here. Yeah, you know, exactly. Immediately, like, oh, he's he's in the hallway. He's in white stairs. Now but, we're, um, you're picking up what I'm putting on. Got it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I got you now. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, prosecutors allege that Richens called authorities in the middle of the night in March of 2022 to report that her husband, Eric Richens, was, quote unquote, cold to the touch. The mother of three told officers that she had made her husband a mixed vodka drink to celebrate him selling a home and then went to soothe one of their children to sleep in their bedroom. She later returned and... Upon finding her husband unresponsive, she called nine one one. Yeah, she he she made him a questions. Moscow mule. She I've made him a questions. Moscow mule. I feel like that was because it comes in that that uh, copper cup, right? Yeah, well, you can mules. put it in whatever vessel you'd I, like. Well, I mean, but to be a Moscow mule it has to be in a copper. Traditionally, it's got to be in a copper. Yeah, yeah. and I think that was intentional mug. because the copper mug, like you can't see but, into it. If there's any floating shit. In but there. what's odd to me is not that she made him a drink. It's the fact that he sold a home, so it's a celebration. She made him a drink, and then she left. Whether it was to soothe the child or not, like you're not going to celebrate with your husband, you're not going to have a drink with your husband. You know, like no, that just seems no, really that, weird. It was no, just like, here's your drink. Just, congrats, bye. I, no, I disagree. I think she made the drink and was going to like sit down and celebrate with him, but then the kid started crying. So she's like, here, here's your drink. I'm going to go tend to the kid real quick. Enjoy your drink. I'll be right back. You know, I feel like that's happened before in our house. Like, oh, Luca's crying. Uh, let me go handle that. And like, here's here's your food. I made your food. Like, mm, okay, well that. That's fine, but like not the not coming back thing until he's cold. Um, that doesn't happen in yeah you know, a couple hours. That means she she went to sleep and he woke he woke up dead. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm gonna God. go soothe the kids. I'm gonna take a quick cat nap. Wait for these. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's just wait this one out. Wait this one out a little bit. This is a run run out the clock situation here. I think an right, hour so. nap should do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that would be longer, but you know. A medical examiner later found that 
the victim, Eric, was found to have five times the lethal dosage of fentanyl in his system. And What's so like a, a gram? I mean, like, if you equate it, it to like a handful much. of salt, grains of salt, just think of it that way. Yeah. Like you could, like you could just say one grain per, like, because you, ha- you know, how they say like, oh, they had enough to kill 750,000 people. Yeah. And it's what, like a little tiny snack size Ziploc or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's just how, when I try to explain it to people who don't really know what it is or how the, I don't, it's just, it's a thousand times more potent than a normal narcotic you could equate it to i guess yeah oh yeah That's, yeah like so. you said you see the numbers like oh uh, uh, enough was com- enough to kill seven hundred thousand people was confiscated and it's like just a little tiny like sandwich bag yeah yeah so <clears throat> in addition to the murder charge richens also faces charges involving al- alleged possession of ghb which is the date rape drug a narcolepsy drug oh, we, we all know that one we, <laughs> we're all aware yeah i got my own stash of that yeah man you got you to make sure the success rate is high. Poor Stephanie. <laughs> it's okay, I, mean, I don't. She's, she's there. I think you don't do need I? to use it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, wait. She's over in the corner going, where am I? Well, what happened? <laughs> Hold on. I'll be right back. I have to knock her out. Yeah. Oh, I got to make, said- make her a mixed drink real quick. Uh, Moscow, Moscow meal coming up. Make sure you put a lot of liquor because they can taste the substances. Oh, is that a is that a female trait? So detectives found, said they found evidence that Richens had communicated with a person who had been previously charged with possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute. And when I say Richens, I'm just going to start using her first name because I don't want to get the couple. Is that confused. like a workaround to say a drug dealer? So yes. calling him a He's drug a dealer? street pharmacist. If yes. you want to get real technical, yeah. <laughs> like hold on, hold on. They don't prefer drug dealer. They prefer. Uh, that they're charged with possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute. Okay. Well, I guess because he to was you? charged and not convicted, so they're not calling him a, a drug dealer. He's an alleged. But, okay, drug but that's what he is. He's a harmacist. Yeah. He's a harmacist. Yeah. Harmacist. Okay. I can roll with that. He's a street pharmacist, is what I'm going to go with. But, anyways, so. Corey Richens reportedly texted this person and asked for prescription pain medication for an investor who had a back injury, and she was given hydrocodone pills. I have a question about this. Why would anyone in there, like, she has a job, it seems, because she's asking for an investor. Don't know what type of investor. But why would you think that texting a drug dealer or a street pharmacist or a person and whatever? We live in a world today where everything is recorded, everything is like screenshot how stupid do you have to be like that is insane and also you say you're doing it for another person that's even more stupid uh i don't Just know yeah I, I don't face, know this I face if, that, if i'm buying also, drugs face to face. the other thing that's weird to me is like emily you have a habit of doing this too but like she's over explaining it to the drug dealer like the drug dealer doesn't care why you need it as long yeah, as like, you i need some money, hydrocodone i need yeah. hydrocodone like that's as simple as that I thought that also, but I was thinking that maybe she's doing that to cover her bases because it is an attempt to kill her husband. So she's giving the the drug dealer because she knows there's a possibility he could be subpoenaed as a witness. So she's like making sure that her story's like. I uh, mean, the the communication doesn't matter. She asked for pills and it was a drug dealer. Like that's the basis of it. The the reason behind it doesn't matter. They have standards. Yeah. Well, you know, this guy. What are they going to do? Be like, okay, who is the investor? Give me the name. Yeah. 
Or they would say, like, what did she say when she contacted you? Because he probably doesn't want to be involved. So, like, maybe that was the story oh, no, that he's, was he's, given. Like, he doesn't he want to snitched. be involved in the attempted murder. He snitched. This is, this is how she got caught, through the drug dealer. Well, yeah, but later, after he was dead, and well after yeah. that. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, but, like, anyways, it just seems so odd to me to, like, be specific to a drug dealer like oh i don't hear for me or, or for any nefarious oh, brother but the guy has a back issue uh it's not don't worry about it don't worry about why i need it brother He's, cousin we don't know she might know him personally like it might not be a, a street pharmacist it could be like her next door neighbor it could be her freaking parent we don't know who this person is exactly like at the moment it's just i feel like it was her trying to cover her bases like that's yeah, the reason she gave be. much information on that i, I agree with you but yes. it's just odd it's just odd yes so about two weeks later, Corey said that her investor wanted something stronger and requested, quote unquote, some of that Michael Jackson stuff, asking specifically for fentanyl. I was not aware that he was on fentanyl. I thought he was doing it was a different drug. Propofol. 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 Yeah, it wasn't. She, she was just wrong about this because um, some of that Michael Jackson stuff or maybe the drug dealer was like, I oh, mean, I don't have that Michael Jackson stuff. And he's like, um, Here, a here's drug dealer damn sure isn't going to have propofol. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, I don't have any of that shit. So he's just like, here, here's some fentanyl. Nope, she specifically asked for fentanyl. So uh, then she doesn't know what she's talking about. She, just she has assume. no idea. She's stupid. She has no idea. So we know her drugs job's not in the medical field. Yeah, she needs to she needs to sit down, and take a look at the man in the mirror, because she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Well, three days after Corey um, allegedly procured the fentanyl, she and her husband had a Valentine's Day dinner in which he quote unquote became very ill and ceased to exist after for a moment no one's the there's two other articles about this um yeah hadn't he been like feeling quote-unquote feeling sick for a while like she was like dosing him wrong yes um what's that story about you talked about it once the lead poisoning one no i don't know or i don't know a spouse was whatever but um, Eric believed that he had been poisoned that night, and he told a friend that he thought his wife was trying to poison him again. Mm. Did it again <laughs> last night, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I almost woke up dead, guys. Yeah. She did it again. He, no idea. He became so ill that night, I guess, that like he had, um, I don't know, the article said that he vagled down. I don't really know if they're wording that correctly because you wouldn't just, but he passed out and aspirated on his own vomit that evening. Mm-hmm. And that's when he, again, warned another friend, and I believe the same friend from the beginning, that he thought his wife was trying to poison him. So, the charges come for the murder and acquiring of drugs come two months after Richens appeared on a local television show to promote her book, Are You With Me? A picture book she wrote to help children cope with the death of a loved one. Nice. Isn't that odd? (laughs) Yeah. For a, a segment in Segment titled Good Things Utah, Richens called her husband's death unexpected and described how it sent her and her three boys reeling. For children, she said, grieving was about making sure that their spirit is always alive in your home. Yeah. Nice. Good. Yeah. She, I mean, she's just I mean, writing she from experience, them in right? her home, So, yeah, I guess yeah. it's yeah. going to always be there. She, in you always got to write it. Good art comes from what you know, right? Exactly. You can't write about it if, you, if you've never done it before. Yeah, exactly. You got to go through it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. So it's, you know, explaining to just to my kid, just because he's not present here with us physically doesn't mean that his presence isn't here with us. She told the anchors who commended her for being an amazing mother. 
Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And this is the kicker to me. The dedication section of the book reads, dedicated to my amazing husband and wonderful father. She just left out the part about how she's the reason her kids are struggling with the loss of their father and needed a book to process the grief. Yep. Well, yeah, you never want to know how the sausage is made. <laughs> That's true. Or McDonald's chicken nuggets. That. Yeah. You just, yeah. Uh, you, this my, is a great product. Um, I don't want to know the, the purpose behind it. Do you, it, it might be a great product, dude. It might be like actually useful, <laughs> but like, like the book itself probably is, it, has helped and is probably genuinely good because she, I won't is click on anything it, like, that would probably give her money in any way, shape, or form. But I did Google like images and stuff and, just looked at the little thumbnails. The book does seem like it would probably be helpful, yeah. but mean, at the same speaking, time, speaking from experience, like she caused the grief as well, not because she's going through grief. She caused yes. the grief, so she knows. She knows. And I feel like a little bit of the book is a little bit, I don't know, like reaching a bit because she is the reason that these kids are dealing with it. But she, you know, supposedly wrote it for her children to deal with the loss, blah, 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 blah. Well, now yeah. is she going to write another one from prison about how to deal with your mommy going to jail for murdering your dad? So there's this whole thing called, um, what's it called? Uh, it's like Murderpedia, but it's a uh, Murderabilia where it's like oh, yeah. museums and stuff have this stuff mainly like the museum of death in new orleans has a bunch of stuff from like people who killed other people it's like things that they've owned t-shirts like dr kevorkian's uh, medical set stuff like that do you think this is going to go in one of those museums it's like this morbid piece of history you know what i mean <laughs> like do you think collectors are going to want it more because this of book this i don't know no i don't think so because it's i don't think she's famous so enough yeah but it's been but so the, widely this, the done. book itself i mean it's i mean it's interesting to me that knowing the story of this woman murdered her husband and then wrote a goddamn book about it. Like it's just, it's so out there, you know, it's, I feel like somebody out there is going to be like, I need that book. Yeah. Maybe for their own, their own or someone collection. Who, someone who didn't know about it and then heard about it either from us or someone else, like someone that just heard about it. It's like, I have that book. And then they go set on eBay. It's like murder book for sale. Uh, $10,000. Well, you know, one of, Richard, James, Jimmy, whoever the hell he is. Uh, Google really quick. Uh, see how many copies have been sold on Amazon. Uh, no, I'm good. I don't care to know about her. Yeah, I'm not going to support her. I, I had mean, another... I'm just wondering. There's people out there who no, would. I, is all I'm saying. I just wanted to what, see... Was like, it, what's that called again? Are you there? It's called um, Are You With Me by Corey... What's her last name? Is it Richens? Richens, yes. K-O-U-R-I. And while you're doing that, I have another little story that was a side note. And I was going to write more about it, but I just thought it was kind of funny because it's very on par with my last story. But um, a Portland jury has convicted a self-published romance novelist who once wrote an essay titled How to Murder Your Husband of fatally shooting her husband four years ago. Holy crap. Nancy Crampton Brophy, 71 years old, was found guilty of second-degree murder Wednesday after deliberating for two days over Daniel Brophy's death. He was a chef, and she was in, he was in 2018 is when this happened. It took many years to go to court, um, which, as we know, happens. Um, he worked at a school since 2006. She decided to publish that little story. And she said she had no reason to kill her husband and that they had their financial problems and that had large, had been largely solved by cashing in his retirement savings plan. So she waited until he did that to kill him, obviously, because why not? But um, she owned the same make and model of the gun that her 
was used. Um, she was seen on surveillance fo- surveillance camera footage driving to the Culinary Institute where she killed him. And police never found the gun. But, um, yeah, she decided to also so, publish a story so about how to kill your husband. If you're, if you're married to a woman, don't trust her is what I'm getting from this. <laughs> That's all I'm getting from this is like, because they're trying to write a book that their real goal in life is to write that book and get it published. All right. And they need, they need you as a stepping stone. So. Do you want to hear some of the reviews on her book? Yes. (laughs) Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, So this, I I was looking at, you know, like, oh, if you can buy one. So like, it seems like they were archived. Yeah. Um, So. It might be very difficult to get them currently. Which, which is really only going to jack up the price of the people who already have one. Yeah. Uh, so a reviewer said, this is a heartwarming children's book that offers comfort and solace to young minds who have experienced the difficult challenge of losing a parent. Written by a loving mother who has personally faced <laughs> a situation, this book provides a reassuring message that no matter where you go or who you become, the love of those you've lost remains what's, with you. What's the date on that? Because this story is pretty recent. So if it was before, like... it's This is all b- before. It doesn't yeah. show the date because this is the archive oh, okay. book, but yeah. Is there any after? Um, no. No, probably not. <laughs> no. That's just, man, that's so wild. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Just man, everyone that's loving man, it. You got a bunch of good reviews, a bunch of five-star there, reviews. There was a site. I don't know. Um, what is it? the name of the book again are you with me yeah there was one that they were selling kind of i guess not like a big site um like amazon or whatever but that had a bunch of after the fact reviews and there's also now someone coming forth lost frequencies as the artist and they have a song called are you with me and they're trying to copyright infringe saying there's a copyright infringement I, it's just a title. I don't really understand yeah, that part. Bunch of, but, bunch of crap. But dude, reading that book, knowing the story, has got to be like mentally messed yeah. up, dude. Just oh yeah, you like, dude. It's, it's got to be such a trip to be like reading this woman talking about grief, knowing that it's almost like a slap in the face, right? Like he's he's rolling over his grave. Isn't that the phrase? Like this dude's rolling over his grave. I don't yeah. know. It just seems it just seems genuinely messed up, and I'm not. I'm, the more I think about it, the angry I'm getting because I'm just not a fan of and what's happening. Here. Just to put things into perspective, as far as dates go, the book was published March seventh of this year. Mm. She got caught right away. She didn't have time. Yeah. To, she didn't that have time to enjoy like, her money. That drug dealer was like, "You owe me more money," and he turned yeah, her in. Like, <laughs> yeah, going to jail. And six percent of Google <laughs> users liked this book. <laughs> good, good guy, drug dealer. That's the kind of guy I want in my neighborhood. <laughs> I'm gonna have a, well, actually. What should we call him a drug dealer? He's a what street pharmacist? We if I'm gonna have a street pharmacist, I'm gonna have a guy like this. He's a real stand-up guy for the community. Let me just read three little or one at least. Um, one star. Oh, good. Is this book any good? Aside from having been written by a murderer, after all, Ann Perry committed premeditated mur- murder with a brick on a friend's mother and later became whatever. I didn't want to click the whole thing. Um, later became a successful author. William Burroughs shot his wife and killed her. Norman Mailer stabbed and nearly killed his wife. I guess those are all so, authors of yeah. books. Um, another one, one star. Yeah, this snake in the grass poisoned her husband with fentanyl, and, it, and this psychotic woman made this book to cash out on his death 
Um, another one, one star. This book is disgusting. Yeah. We'll most definitely not be buying types of books like these. Poor husband. He lived a good life. He was so young up until she took his life away. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this, this one's good. Oh, I'll just because just, just it's great use of puns. Uh, this book is a killer. It will take your breath away. So good that it's simply murder. The author clearly knows all about death on a deeply intimate level. When I finished, I felt like it, I'd be poisoned to death with fentanyl by a loved one. It's that powerful. I can honestly say it kicks harder than a Moscow mule. <laughs> and she killed that review, dude. That's yeah, awesome. You know, she killed Nailed that review. Yeah. Did she leave stars? One star. One star. And on that, that note, leave a one star. No, don't leave one stars for our show. Yeah. <laughs> leave five stars for our show. Uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, uh, we appreciate you guys still being here. Um, we hope you learned something new about being married and uh, doing dumb things because we all do it. We all do dumb things, don't we, guys? We all do it. Yeah, I yeah. Don't. Drink a Moscow meal in a clear glass. If and, <laughs> yeah, don't no, have, just don't make your own damn drinks. Yeah, but if you get pulled over and a cop asks you if you're intoxicated, um, run away immediately because that's yeah. the appropriate. Put your response. dog in the driver's seat. Put your dog in the driver's seat. Yep, and that's uh. Yeah, those are the lessons we learned from this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We hope you have a good time out there. Bye. Remember, AJG forever. AJG forever. (laughs) Just walk up to your friends from now on. Like, man, you got that AJG on you. Yo, let me get some of that AJG. (laughs) And on the other side of that, not everyone is hitting on you all the time. Yeah. 99.97% 99.97% of the time, nobody is. True. Unless you have a big ego. Or an AJG. That's just your hitting on yourself. You have an, an AJG in sweatpants? You're in sweatpants, yes, exactly. If you're in sweatpants, you <laughs> got that AJG, you are getting hit on. Also, if you see something, say something. If you watch Netflix and you recognize somebody, tell somebody. Oh, yeah. Missing people. <laughs> <laughs>